in the morning. A creepy, darkly comic celebration of the scariest night of the year from producer Brian Singer and writer-director Michael Doherty. Trick or Treat takes the creep show Tales from the Crypt approach to nefarious new depths with four interwoven tales set on Halloween night. A high school principal, Moonlights is a vicious serial killer. The quest of a young virgin for that special someone takes a gruesome turn. A group of teens carries out a cruel prank with disastrous consequences, and cantankerous old man battles a mischievous trick-or-treating demon. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies for, to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are. It's the final week of October, which means for us it is a cult classic month. And we're taking it on the 2007 cult classic, Trick or Treat. So you heard what the back of the DVD case had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Let's, uh, let's start with the bottom. Sounds good to me. You want to kick this one off? Sure. Number three. Several of the main characters get killed off. Ones who I genuinely liked. One for all the wrong reasons, and the other for fighting for his life and winning. Only to face another threat soon thereafter. He totally had it coming, though. Number two. I both of them did. This movie kind of just jumps all over the place time-wise. It does tell a complete story, but not in any kind of linear fashion. It's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle where you have to fit all the pieces together, but you don't have the edge pieces, you know, just to figure out what happened at what time during the night. And then number one, when they unmask Sam, it just kind of like takes away from all the like cute, cuddly murderiness of Sam once you see his actual face. Yeah, I feel like there was no way they could have revealed his face where it would have been acceptable. It was going to be a letdown anyway, so why do it? All right, number three. There were several children who were killed throughout the film, which didn't really bother me, but I can see where that could bother other people who were, you know, normal. Number two. I really felt like it was a mistake to show Sam's face as well. Like I said, there was nothing they could have shown. Like, he's this creepy, weird pumpkin kid, and I don't know. It, it should have been left to the imagination. Part, the mystery was largely what made him made him interesting and memorable. He appears as just this normal little trick-or-treater kid, but he's got this, like, ever-present darkness around him that kind of spreads to everyone around him. And I just really feel that revealing his face killed a lot of the mystery. I think the only thing they could have done is if, like, when his mask came off, there was just nothing there. He's, like, he disappeared. Just picks the mask back up and puts it onto nothing. Like, <laughs> or, like, the body, like, um, just falls over and, like, that, that's the end of it. <laughs> but he, like, reforms somewhere else. And uh, number one, every character in this movie is kind of an asshole. They're to varying degrees of how much of an asshole each character is, but... I don't really think there's a single character that can be considered a good person by any reasonable um, standards. I mean, not everyone's outright evil, and some of them are, you know, somewhat sympathetic or understandable. However, I'm pretty sure everyone in the film did at least one thing that was morally reprehensible. Let's uh, let's take a look at the top. What were the best things about this movie? Which actually, the, there was a lot to pick from oh, yeah. to kind of narrow it down. Uh, for me, number three was the uh, the werewolf transformation scene. I love how they went about it, just kind of like tearing flesh off and revealing 
werewolf underneath the skin, you know, almost a literal sheep in wolf in sheep's clothing. It was a wolf in human clothing. Number two, Sam himself is just, when he has his mask on, he's just trick-or-treating. He's all, you know, adorable and deadly, and he's got his, you know, trick-or-treat bag with, like, dead cats or something. It's all bloody, and it meows when he walks down the stairs. So, you know, pretty awesome. Really gets in the Halloween spirit by, you know, being the Halloween spirit. And number one, uh, the stories themselves are all very well done. They're pretty short, sweet, and to the point, while being complete in and of themselves. But there is the little bonus that the stories do intertwine, and uh, they're built upon, made bigger throughout the other stories as they're being told. All right, number three. Each story within this anthology is interwoven into the rest of the film, creating an overarching story in it of itself that was actually really good. This is how an anthology should be told, but rarely ever is. Trick or Treat truly mastered the art of anthology. Number two, there are several twists and unexpected turns throughout the hour 20 minute runtime. However, none of them really felt forced or contrived. They felt natural and they made sense within the context of the film. They weren't arbitrary just occurrences. And number one, the best part of this movie is by far Sam. He's the iconic mascot of the film, and he's the vehicle by which the story as a whole unfolds and each segment connects with one another. He looks like it's this little kid wearing orange pajamas and a burlap sack as, as a Halloween costume, but underneath the mask is an immortal being who kills all those who break the rules of Halloween with, without any mercy. And, I mean, somebody has to, right? One of the things we didn't really talk about was the dialogue, but I think we have enough that we can give ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who has the better quote. I think I'll start us off with, uh, it stinks like a dead whore out here. That can't be good for your diabetes. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Always check your candy. It's Halloween, not Hanukkah. I like your eye patch. Don't let the candles go out, and they'll protect you. Werewolves. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you want to say about it, leave it in the comments below. Yeah, this wasn't the most quotable movie, but the dialogue was good. None of it felt forced. It all kind of came off as natural. I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? Um, I actually gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 1 out of 10. So, Trick or Treat is an untraditional anthology interweaving several stories that take place over the course of one Halloween night. The stories are good, compact, and complete. The special effects are great, and the characters, although all assholes, are also multidimensional. It also has perhaps the most adorable horror mascot ever in Sam, with his mask on, of course. Unfortunately for me, it's how the stories are interwoven and jumbled up that lowers the score. The movie jumps between later and before. You know, I, I like my stories forward or backwards. You know, also you like time to be linear. The, the movie just has twist after twist after twist. Just like, you know, you open a bag of bread, close it up, and then you're like, oh, damn it, I need another piece for my sandwich. I definitely can tell why this is a cult classic. And for a true Halloween night movie, it is one of the best around. Just some things 
not for me. In typical anthology fashion, Trick or Treat is essentially four different stories connected by a central theme. However, what transcends this film above typical anthologies is the manner by which the stories overlap with each other, connecting together and forming a greater overarching story. At the center of each story is the character Sam, the physical embodiment of Halloween, whose purpose is to uphold the rituals of Samhain, an ancient Celtic tradition whose origins serve as the basis of modern-day Halloween. He is neither good nor evil. He takes no side in any conflict. He just observes each story and influences their outcomes, either directly or indirectly, making sure to inflict punishment toward anyone who disrespects the ancient traditions. Trick or Cheat is not simply a horror film set on Halloween night, but a horror film about Halloween itself. It's one of the few films that I make sure to watch every Halloween season, and I think everybody should watch it at least once. It is, in my opinion, the best Halloween film ever made. Well, in case there was any reason that you would want to forget about this movie, you know, here are some ways to drink away the flick, drink away the flick, Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drink games for this movie, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone says Happy Halloween, take a drink. Number two, every time someone mentions a jack-o'-lantern, take a drink. Number three, whenever there's a twist in the story, take a drink. Number four, anytime characters from different storylines intersect, take a drink. And, of course, number five, because it's Cult Classic Month, anytime you can make a connection between two cult classics we've reviewed... Take a drink. Every time you see Sam watching one of the stories play out, take a drink. Every time Candy is used to kill or injure someone, take a drink. Every time a character from one of the stories interacts with a character from another story, take a drink. And every time somebody breaks a Halloween tradition, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can email us bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below, and we appreciate all donations and, and help. And now we've come to the end of Cult Classic Month here at B-Movie Bros. I think it's time to rank the four movies we've seen. For me, in the number four spot, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, there's there's no other way around it. It, it. It's atrocious. The rest of the list was really hard for me. At number three, I actually put Trick or Treat. Uh, uh, if I would have seen this in 2007 when it came out, maybe it would be higher on the list. But um, to me, Death to Smoochie, it, it just holds that place because... It's got that nostalgia factor for me, and it's, you know, a little close to my heart. At number one, The Burbs. It's just, it's fun, it's outrageous, while at the same time being realistic. Well, I think my list is probably pretty obvious at this point. Um, number four, Attack the Killer Tomatoes. That was that was a painful experience, and I, I hope never to have to go through that, nor do I wish that upon anyone else. Number three, Death to Smoochie. It was funny. It had some pretty good moments. I think it would have been a lot better had I watched it when it first came out. But there are so many movies about an innocent-seeming industry, you know, that's corrupt and have, have people swearing and talking about sex and all this other shit that it just it, it doesn't really have the appeal it probably had when it was first came out. Number two, The Burbs, which is... Genuinely really funny. I, I like the fact that it had a Monday setting. I like the fact that the characters were, you know, 
kind of outlandish, but still somewhat realistic and overall just really good. However, none of them quite match up to Trick or Treat. Just about everything about it is amazing. It's one of those films I make sure to watch every Halloween 